love you. Chip, chip, cheerio, alrighty. Welcome back to the Couch Potatoes. There's plenty of room. As always, we're glad to have you on the couch with us. I am the Green Traveler from Gorsh. Down under. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, mate. It's I, a little different. <laughs> if I, <laughs> I am not good at accents, but if I... Uh, that was, was that pretty good to, Australian. Uh, yeah, I I'll thought so. It. I wasn't um, going for Australian. I was trying New Zealand. Well, it was Australian, well. but it's okay. You did good Australian. I'm sorry, New it's Zealanders. A, you know, it's the same uh, quadrant of the world. So Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just want Jermaine and Brett to like me. <laughs> me too, buddy. And Reese. I'll <laughs> yeah. take Reese as well. I also, I, like I also like Paul Williams. I don't know if you know Paul Williams, but... Um, I'm he, sure if I look him up. He, it, I mean, obviously... Yeah. It, it, he's the Taskmaster's assistant. Yeah, it's it's two very generic white people names <laughs> is what it is. But oh, wait, it's not the composer. I <laughs> No, he's... um. He's an actor, a New Zealand actor, and he um he is the Taskmaster's assistant in Taskmaster New Zealand. But he's he also was a bit role in a, in Our Flag Means Death. But I saw that, but uh, Blue Coat Number One doesn't help me remember no. him. Sadly, no. <laughs> <laughs> but he is uh he's fun. He's like fun in a dry nice. way. At least that's his character on Taskmaster. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Hell, um, I watched Flight of the Concords for years. <laughs> There's also some like it watching like game shows that have like celebrities from different countries that act, that right. speak English. You know, it, it. Not that I wouldn't be interested in the you know from other country cultures that don't speak English, but. Yeah, yeah. I just understand English. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I went down a rabbit hole of watching like BBC game shows for a long right. time. Like it was this was recently, like two years ago, because I saw that like some Doctor Who actor was on it, and yeah. I was like, "Oh, I want to watch that." And then it was like it was a show where they're just telling a lie and they're trying to sell the lie. Oh, uh, okay. And then like the other group has to determine whether or not they're actually telling a lie or if it's an actual true story that happened to them. And so it's like, it, it's very interesting. And, and yeah. I was just immediately just like, well, I'm going to watch the two seasons of this that are out. And then I did that. <laughs> and then, you know, from there I went to like, I don't know, Japanese game shows. <laughs> oh, just, yeah. There was some fun there. It's a weird rabbit sure. hole to go down. Um, so I am the faceless Leon. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. And this is a podcast about <laughs> movies and TV. And we're not talking about New Zealand television. We are talking. No. We are all, but we are trying to broaden our sense of culture and our minds by (laughs) (laughs) returning to the Disney playlist with Fantasia 2000. We're in the Uh, post Renaissance era, baby. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, their heydays, and now we're on the decline. I kind of feel it a little bit right away. Not that this was. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna. This is not gonna end up being a review where I say I hated this movie because I didn't. No, no. But it, I don't it, hate it from a from an animation standpoint. It's right. Beautiful. Yeah. There's some really yeah. pretty stuff. But it also just did not wow me. Like, no. Really. <laughs> I didn't care at all. Like, yeah. 
honestly, honestly, the music is beautiful. There is yeah. like I, I I had it on for the music because I listen to a lot of classical music. People made fun of me in high school because I would play that in the car going to and from school and then like if i ever gave somebody a ride they'd be like what in the fuck are you listening to and it's like i like classical music keeps me awake and and, like i had bad insomnia in high school so it's like that that was that was i don't know why but classic music there's something beautiful moving to it that um if i'm like falling asleep while driving when i which you know back in high school when that with bad insomnia i i had that i never fell asleep at the wheel i will say that but yeah. I had moments of feeling incredibly tired at the wheel, and classical music, I don't know, it just perked me up. I love that shit. I mean, yeah, Wagner's pretty, it's like heavy metal. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, that, <laughs> that's going to be on, his, on the albums now. <laughs> it's like when they remaster Wagner. <laughs> Wagner. It's like heavy metal. <laughs> the faceless Leon. <laughs> uh, oh my god. Yeah, so let's get into it. Roy E. Disney. Roy E. Disney. He pitched yeah. this good old thing. Uh, I don't know his relation. I think he was a nephew. Uh, oh, um, see, I thought he was a kid. He might be um, the son. I don't know. But uh, he, he pitched this idea. They've They've long wanted to do a sequel to Fantasia. I don't know why. I mean, I'm sure it made money. Maybe there is a good idea behind it. I like the anthology right, idea. Nephew. You know, I, I like a good anthology movie. But for me, and and I know this is a little bit of a, a um, clusterfuck. It, it's a um, what's the word for a uh, uh, compilation? No, no, no. no. <laughs> it is a compilation. <laughs> no, it's it's a bit uh, uh, hypocritical. That's not the word I'm exact. Oxymoronic. Oh, okay. Um, because it's like I, I love a good anthology, sure. yet I want and I like an anthology that has a through line still, right. and that's why it's oxymoronic. Is because it's like an anthology is supposed to be like a bunch of standalone things, but I love when there's something that's tying it all together. Whether it's quiet like treat, uh, uh, trick or treat, you know how it's like those are all separate stories, but they're all in the same town. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like yeah. they all they all come across each other, which is nice. It's interesting, but they don't really affect each but other. Like I feel like. I don't remember what our review of Fantasia ended up being. I know I don't that there either. was I a lot of talk about the racist stuff. Um, yeah, yeah. And luckily, there's none of that in this that I can can tell. On I, I don't remember. Uh, it's pretty. I kind of zoned G-rated. out and just started listening to music. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I do recall it feeling like it all belonged together at the very least. Right. And, 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 this, and like the orchestra was like the. The, the connecting the through line, through yeah. line. And, this, and it's like that's still the case here yeah, but, but it doesn't feel quite the same for sure and the reason is because the animators are there you know there's there's you have oh, you they? have people introducing each segment uh, like are yeah you remember animators? there's like I thought that they were uh, people play that I thought they were the composer and uh, there were there was everything. There was composers. There was artists. Uh, like, oh, that's right. E- they, each they, little they, segment lead in. Yeah, the the guest celebrities were um, talking to the different musicians. I remember now. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like it it, it works. Yeah. Because you like each segment's introduced by somebody different. I think that's another change. Because I think I think the original yeah, one it was all the same. Had guy. one person. Yeah, it was yeah. all the same guy. 
Uh, and like I this one, it's like name. a bunch of different celebrities. I don't remember it either. It, it, it's actually, I think it's in here because they, it's they a weird... we'll talk about it later. But oh, they do. Yeah, they do. Deems um, Taylor. Deems Taylor. Deems. Yes, that is right. Deems. Deems, yeah. yeah. Yes, that is correct. So it's like, you know, that was kind of a through line too. And here is kind of like everything's yeah. a little separate because it's always a different, you know, guest star um, yeah. to, to introduce it, to bring asses into the seats, if you will. I guess so. Um, let's just... I mean, did anybody know that these these people were going to be in this movie? Uh, I have no idea. I don't even yeah. know if anybody knew this movie was coming out. <laughs> I, I, yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know how it did in the theater. I don't remember. I don't. I obviously don't remember this movie it when made, I was a kid. I would have been seven. It made approximately five million dollars more than its budget. Hell yeah! So way to go, good job, <laughs> Disney. Let's let's just dive into it. The Symphony Number no. Five. Um, okay, that's the first segment. Yeah. Um, Symphony Number no. Five. Ludwig von Be- von Beethoven. Very right. good. Yeah. Uh, this one is more. I don't know. Like, it's not avant garde, but it's more like. It, uh, it's very. Oh, I had the the uh, abstract. Abstract. Thank yeah. you. That was the work that I was looking for. And all I can think is avant garde. And, and, and that I'm like, was no. a big thing. That was a through <laughs> line in Fantasia, the original as well. Is that there's some music that's definitely telling a story, and that's basically what Deems t- Taylor is saying when they're introducing this. Like they're harking back to that yeah. first movie. And I thought it was a strong introduction, but yeah, they just re like did the exact same yes uh, intro, I think. Right, but they harken back to the original throughout, but in a way mm-hmm. that is lazy. I wanted to get that out of the way, I guess. Yeah, but it's uh, very lazy. Yeah, but we'll get more into that <laughs> specifically. This, this opening, yeah, later though, on. <laughs> I thought you know this opening, like you know, it worked with the audio coming through uh, from the original and then coming into the tuning of the new orchestra. That worked for me. But yeah, I really like. And, that. and then I liked this first sequence and stuff too, uh, of the animation. But it just it. Like, I like it, too, but it kind of just put me to sleep. You know, it kind of shut yeah, my brain off in Fantasia. a bad way. <laughs> like, but, I mean, that's that's the... Yeah, that's yeah. true. But, I mean, it's like, when you start off with, like, this abstract art yeah. as your animation, you know, it's like where all these little shapes and everything are dancing across the screen, different colors, all that fun stuff, beaten with the music. Like, that's a good... That is a good sequence. It's really good animation. But because it's abstract, because there's no story and all that stuff... My brain instantly just kind of shuts off and takes in art, which is great, but then you follow it up with story art, yeah. and my brain is shut off, and my brain is in like art viewing mode where it's just like, I just want to take in pretty colors and right. be, be wowed. And so now that, you know, when, when number two comes around, which we might as well get into, Pines of Rome by Ottorino Respighi. That's right. When that story starts happening, I'm just like, my whole brain is like, I'm trying to focus, but... I'm I'm dead. Oh, you were already <laughs> dead. Well, I was watching it with another person, so I got to have you know we had we did commentary together, <laughs> me and my wife. That's fair. Um, it was very fair. Uh, but yeah, that the, the first the first piece I I will agree with you is a little dull. 
Uh, but it does have magentas, reds, oranges, yellows, greens, cyans, turquoises, blues, indigos, violets, purples, pinks, grays, whites, and browns in various shades, tints, tones, and hues. <laughs> Thank you. It's very important. I'm so happy that Wikipedia listed all of those. Fucking damn. That was only half of the sentence. <laughs> <laughs> and it was the middle half yes <laughs> no it's, it's it's fine the first segment is fine i think it's just badly placed oh yeah you know, because like i i think throw your abstract your your you know your your less storytelling art more towards the middle so it's yeah. like you're 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 drawn in by the storytelling art yeah and then when that is able to happen you're in an analysis mode. You're still you're still enjoying it. You're still taking it in, but you're not shutting down. Right. You know exactly. Yeah, I I agree. Y- your opening needs to draw people in, and once they're already drawn in, then an abstract thing might be interesting to them. I agree exactly. with what you're saying. And then so, the abstract op- like it ends. Yeah, and, and then Steve, Steve Martin's, Martin's there. there. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> which I was like, "Oh, is he gonna be like the deems of this movie?" I was like, "That right, be really that's what fun. I thought." And yeah. he even says, uh, "And we'll talk about the Steve Martin School of Music as well." And I was like, "Oh, that's interesting," <laughs> yeah, yeah, cool, <laughs> but cool. it was just a joke. And, and the camera's panning away from him, yeah, and he's like, he's "Bring like, the wait, camera back." Wait a minute, to <laughs> yeah, wait, <go> <laughs> hey, yeah, that was funny. I will give it that. But I was a little disappointed that D- Steve Martin wasn't the he was just the gone presentation, after that. the, pre- the yeah. presenter. And then we follow a bunch whales. of humpback whales. <laughs> yeah, you have pines of Rome, and and as because yeah. the the camera panned from Steve to Itzhak Perlman, right? Um, who was the segment? Uh, I don't know what he was. He, um, uh, he, I don't know. He introduces it, but I thought he was the conductor. I could be wrong. Yeah. Let's He's an uh, Israeli-American violinist. All right. Okay, so he was um, probably playing the violin. Probably. <laughs> and, and, like, as he mentions, you hear Pines of Rome, most people think more, like, autumnal, na- natural, right. like, atmosphere. And right. then he's like, our animators thought of something entirely different. Humpback whales in the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like... Yeah, I mean, that is a very interesting choice because yes. I've never heard Pines of Rome and thought about whales. I'd also never seen this movie. I, and I don't I really know that hope I've that... really heard Pines of Rome and thought, oh, Pines of Rome. You uh, know that's what? very fair. That's very fair. I don't <laughs> I honestly know what yeah, I was thinking what... when I heard Pines of Rome before. I'm really hoping it's not humpback whales now. And 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 I will say I will credit this sequence for one thing. There's a little bit of a story, you know. There's a yeah. the this um this baby Calf. whale. Thank you. Uh, yeah, it's separated from its mommy and daddy, yeah. or its mommies, or its daddies. And <laughs> yeah, it, uh, who cares? It's got to go on a search to help. Anybody can be you know? a whale dad. Or, mom, it's got to go find couple. them. Exactly. Or dads. Uh, and. And it's fascinating. You got you got the um, the whales like flying through the ocean, and they're flying through the sky, and then they're going through clouds. And like yeah. it, the sequence is beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's obviously computer animation at some so, point. Yeah. So what? And that bothered me. We have an OLED TV, as we've mentioned yeah. before. So it was very clear <laughs> to me that. Most of the water and the ice 
was drawn animation probably with some computer assistance with movement and stuff mm-hmm. because a lot of animation does that from right. the late 90s with on. The whales. Uh, the whales were definitely a computer animation. And but, I couldn't, man. But it's, it's the it's so this is what I said to Sarah. I said I think the water is very pretty and good and I think that the whales are actually fa- fairly pretty and good. But they're not mixed together very well. No, not at all. And yeah. like that's that's the thing is like it's this is the era of the uncanny of animation. Valley. I mean, yeah. <laughs> It really is like it's that it's that I mean it's not actually but yeah. <laughs> it's it's very it's that computer animation where it's like they haven't figured it out but they're very insistent on using it yeah and yeah. it looks ugly right and to be fair they don't look ugly here they don't look ugly but the whales look good it's just they don't they look fit good. in the environment very exactly. well yeah it was better after they started flying though. I right. <laughs> it was better when that happened. Except for when they were in space. I did not like no. them flying in space because that no. looked bad. Yeah. Um but but I agree with you that like I'm I'm happy well, I, I say I agree with you. Um I'm happy they did not do the 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 landscape, the you know, that right. background stuff as see like computer. Like I'm happy right. they didn't do that. Uh assuming they didn't. I'm there was sure didn't. obviously some strokes, some, some right. paint s strokes. And, and yeah but yeah it's just ugh, i don't know it, it, it obviously got better yeah as we know yeah. <laughs> now in the 20 years later right but it, this is that era of, of animation where i'm just like why did you insist on this <laughs> i guess it released in carnegie hall uh in december 1999 but yeah it is yeah it is a 2000 movie obviously uh fantasia 2000 but um right at the end of the century right at the end of the millennia and uh so oh, it, it is i think pretty safe to say it's 25 years old because it takes a while to animate these things right so right. uh and then and then you know uh, pr- production and marketing and whatever takes a hot minute oh and who's the and who's the band let me find the band here real quick Psalm um, Symphony, Symphony Orchestra, Chicago. Yeah, Chicago okay. Symphony, conducted by James Levine, who later introduces one of these. Um, That's true. Yeah, so uh, give proper shout outs to them. Their music is beautiful. They did a great job. Yes, um, for sure. Uh, so uh, yeah, they don't come back to Steve Martin. They come, come back, back with Quincy Jones. Quincy Jones. Yeah, he's with the pianist. Uh, Ralph Gearson and they do a, a thing that I honestly don't remember but it's about jazz I don't remember it it's <laughs> <laughs> I remember it, I only remember it being about jazz <laughs> yeah I remember enjoying this segment I don't remember the introduction no at all, no not sadly. very well I actually okay it's coming back to me just a little bit he talked about the history of Rhapsody in blue just a little bit he talked about um, how uh, George Greshwin wanted to use jazz in a big piece and, and yeah. so that's that's where it came from is kind of like the first of its kind i think is what he was getting at but anyhow the story of I rhapsody in blue <laughs> uh in the, in the animation 
very much a story. Uh, there are four individuals no, fun one. that just that they want. They all live in two-dimensional New York. Duke wants to be a drummer, but he's a construction worker. Yeah, and then I love that he like he goes up the the elevator and he, yeah. he you know he has his little jackhammer and he keeps falling yeah. down the structure of the it's of like, the building they're working oh, yeah, on as he's jackhammering. Well, he's riveting is what he's doing. Riveting. But, Thank you. Uh, it. It does look like a jackhammer. I was like, "Why is he taking the jackhammer up to the top?" And then he starts riveting. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, okay, that makes more sense." But it doesn't make any sense because he's no. falling <laughs> off the building to continue working. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's wonderful. He, it he's just weird. in his mind. He is just drumming away, having a great time. Right. Right. Uh, and then you got Joe, who's has no money. Uh, because he's yeah. <laughs> been unemployed and he just wants a job. And then you got a little girl named Rachel who's got really rich parents who, you know, what, uh, they, she has a governess because of that, but she wants to spend time with her parents. And, yeah, uh, fuck the governess. Yeah, and then... Like the dad does. That That's right. He does. <laughs> I'm sure he does. That's your real mommy. Um, so very disney uh uh moral forward this yeah yeah oh and last but not least you got john who is um he just wants a simple life and he has a wonderful mustache that's all i remember about john honestly and his wife his wife he's rich and his wife just wants everything basically and he's just like damn i dream of a a simpler day (laughs) and uh it's fun it's a fascinating animation where it's like all these these four or five people i remember we just talked about you know they go through a day of their life and in the end their stories all cross and they all get the wish that they want yeah but they don't realize that their stories cross i love tales like this babble like all those kind of tales yeah like it's very fun when you tell multiple different stories that somehow sync up whether those people know it or not you know it's very fascinating to me yeah and and i like this one i think it's very fun you know it's like yeah, I, I, the only thing I really remember is at the end you have like Duke goes to a bar and he's you know having a great time being a drummer, and then and then the guy who wanted a job just takes over the construction business job. Yeah, he's just like walking by and and Duke's just like here man here's my title here's the riveter thing yeah it, go on have a good like, job. has a hat oh, hell yeah <laughs> he's so happy just to have a fucking job. Uh, oh my god if only it was that easy to just like walk yeah. somewhere and just be like you want a job yeah yeah <laughs> i do doing oh what crawl in that hole uh <laughs> i don't want I this job <laughs> how much I, I mean, money <laughs> yeah I, i'm sure that uh joe wanted the job yeah 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 Okay. And then from there, we go to Piano Concerto Number 2, Allegro Opus 102 by Dmitry Shostakovich. Bette Midler! <sighs> Bette Midler! And Yefim Bronfman. Yeah, he's featured in the piece. But Bette Midler didn't... I, it seemed like Bette Midler didn't even come to set. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she's just like floating in a diamond or something. <laughs> I don't even remember it. Yeah. This is when my brain was off. I was but done. But I do believe that she said that this was supposed was an option to go into the original. It is based on a story by Hans Christian Andersen, 
which Disney loves Hans Christian Andersen. So it, this is called The Steadfast Ten Soldier, the story is. And he's got a broken leg, but he's in love with a ballerina, and she needs help from an evil jack-in-a-box. And woo, woo, that was real quick getting through that. Uh, but that's that's the story. I did like it, but that, you know, he... The jack-in-the-box at one point, you know, gets him thrown out in the trash and he manages yeah. his, his way back into the house and stops the jack-in-the-box um, from forcing himself on this ballerina, which was weird. <laughs> but yeah, that's how that one went. And it's kind of sad, too, because it says this version has a happy ending. And I'm just like, God damn, Hans, like, so it didn't. how'd your story end? <laughs> <laughs> jack-in-the-box got his way. Yeah. <laughs> uh well next we had the carnival of the animals finale. or le carnival de animal finale by camille sansonines maybe i don't uh, yeah. i don't know how the I'm french do Imlounce, or if she's French, or I don't know. Yeah, all I know is I thought French was a beautiful language until I heard two native French people have an argument. They're a married couple, that is. And I found out that it could be far more guttural than I ever imagined French could be. Greeny, do you realize that, like, more than half of our audience is in France? Hey, it is still a beautiful language. I just always thought... I had always just thought, you know, it's like, that's one of the most beautiful languages ever. And then I heard two, like, two regular customers where okay, I work. You're just saying when yeah. they, when they, when you fight they had French, a fight. it's nasty, is what you're saying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they had a fight, and I was just like, whoa, I have never heard that much phlegm used in French before. Like, it was scary. <laughs> okay, well, this one was introduced by James Earl Jones. And he does a little bit of, I guess Eric Goldberg is in this bit too, but yeah, oh yeah, he hands him, he hands him a script. They do a script bit where he hands him a yeah, script yeah. and he reads it and he's like, I don't remember what was said actually, but he's like, yeah. who writes this? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> it was a yeah, silly it's like bit. He started because, like, didn't he start doing an introduction and then that guy was like, wait, we rewrote it or something? Or I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But that was the bit. And um, anyhow, I, that just brings me to what I want to say about the celebrity guests. Like, a couple of them had funny bits, and that's great. But James Earl Jones and Bette Midler, particularly, like, they did not seem like they were super prepared to make to make this a, a, a you know no. memorable thing um i don't even think steve martin was ready to do it like well I his, still his felt camera like joke still he, felt flat for me right right but it's a very yeah. serious toned show like it was yeah you know it was supposed to be dry so but <laughs> i you know i feel like if they would have just stuck with steve martin he has a dry, yeah. uh, you know, he can have a dry exactly. sense of humor yeah. and it could have really worked. Um, he could have ran with it easily. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not to shit on Bette Medler and uh, James Earl Jones. They thought they just needed to introduce a musical number. Yeah, and it, yeah. You know, it, it was one, not even one day of work for them, but, you know, a paycheck. So <laughs> I, I don't blame them for their performances, but I do feel like 
they're they're legends and they can do better. I agree. And the animation's funny too. Like I enjoyed the yeah, animation. Yeah, I did like this um, one. <laughs> you know, you got a you got the classic flamingo look. I mean, they don't really go above and beyond trying to make the flamingo look you know Disneyfied. It already is right. An easy Disney character or animal, I should say. But it's got a funny yo-yo, and it does tricks. Yeah. It's, it's, it's whatever. You know, it, it's all right. <laughs> it's an yeah. animation. It, it's good. It's, it's fun. It's, it's, like it's a good yeah. Disney short. That like. Yeah. Yeah. You know, show it on Mickey Mouse Clubhouse when it used to be. <laughs> uh, you know, that a different show. It's a completely right. different show now. Have you seen? The like really kitty three no. D animated show that they made. It's, nope, it's I weird. avoided it. A um, lot of new stuff that I'm just like, nope, I'm all right. Paw Patrol, not my good. Yeah, I don't need that. that. Yeah. Uh, so next up, now we get to the laziest portion. The laziest portion. Uh, they but oh you God. know to be to be fair, Disney was so fucking horny for this. Uh, for this segment. Not enough they, people have seen this! He tried to sell it, like, six ways from Sunday. Like... Oh, my God. <laughs> anyhow, The Sorcerer's Apprentice uh, by back Paul again. Dukas. Uh, yeah, it comes back, and I don't feel like we need to talk about it again, but it is introduced by Penn and Teller, which was interesting. Yeah, and they do have a new... Um, it's not Walt Disney doing the voice, it's now Wayne Allwine. Um, of Mickey, that is. So it's like oh, okay. Um, the, afterwards, when the right. when Mickey is running around set trying to find Donald, right, right. Um, Donald, that's, you're that's on. Da- <laughs> yeah, Donald, where are you? Probably Donald. the best bit of the show because he does make <laughs> James Levine um just vamp for a little bit, <laughs> and yeah. and he does not seem prepared for that at all. Uh, which just yeah, made the bit work. Um, <laughs> I, and I do like the Penn and Teller introduction. Like, they do a little bit of magic. That's fun. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, it was silly. I like Penn and Teller. But I was like, these guys are like, you know, ball busters. They're like, kind of <laughs> like, I don't know. I kind of always viewed them as bad boys a little bit. Like, you know, they're... It, <laughs> it, it, well, like, they, they're, you know, they're dorks. They're it. fucking magicians. Yeah. But like no, no, yeah, but they, they do. They try they, to like expose, to spot the air. yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. To now, I'm not just talking about that. Uh, but they had, you know, they had pin and teller bullshit when we were kids. No, yeah, that's what I'm talking uh, about. That's like, what they, were, they would I find the air. They would okay. find the the errors that magicians would make and be like, "Ah, we saw your tell there." You know, it's like this is this is where you made the error. You, yeah, you well, the, the show card. that when we were a kid, pin and teller bullshit was them talking it was a doc series of them going through and talking about things that they think is a crock of shit and that you should avoid like um uh reiki and spiritualism and chiropractic (laughs) 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 and uh some other stuff so you know and and i always associated them with bad language because uh, (laughs) that's fair yeah I for I think Penn's the one that talks. He, he you know he loves to use bad language. Yeah. Obviously, Teller does not. <laughs> yeah, Teller Teller is only ever heard by Penn. 
Yeah, yeah. And I just, I just thought it was a, a strange ad in in this kids movie. Like, I don't know, maybe they were trying to change. It was for their, the parents. Yeah, 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 definitely. It, I mean, I feel like this whole show is for the parents, and the parents don't care. So, no. pomp uh, and circumstance <laughs> is the thing that James Levine introduces that they needed Donald for. Marches one, two, three, and, and four. four. That's right. Uh, so I'm curious if there's more. Donald Duck. Well, like eight. <laughs> there's five <laughs> marches. They just left the they fifth just out. Left that one. <laughs> That's uh, weird. Fuck the That's... fifth one. <laughs> so Donald Duck is not Noah, but he's Noah's assistant. Yeah. Even though Noah's like in the in this bit for like half a second, he could have just made oh, Donald yeah. Noah. But anyways, really? they're doing the ark thing, and he's gathering the animals, and he uh, has a girlfriend named Daisy Duck, canonically through the universe of Mickey Mouse and whatever. Right. And she's in the this. And he, they're, they're the pairs, though it is funny that he does do a double talk when the ducks walk by. <laughs> he's like, there are already two other ducks. <laughs> And they make the they make the age old joke of like you know you have a dragon and a yeah. unicorn laughing <laughs> at griffin, everybody off yeah, to the side. Yeah, they're all just fucking yeah. laughing. <laughs> like you fucking idiots getting on this ship. Uh, ha, ha, ha. It was funny. Okay, <laughs> it was funny. I, I honestly this was one of the other the ones that I enjoyed. It was yeah. this one and, and yeah. the those two that we talked about already. But like. Yeah, I enjoy like you know Donald doesn't know if Daisy's alive. Daisy doesn't know if Donald's alive because right. of a, a they, unfortunate switch up. Yeah, and the um, boat's so big that they never come across each other. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, and it, it's it's so it, it is funny. There's it's like enjoyable. Nine people on that boat. Somebody's <laughs> somebody knows that they don't think each other survived. <laughs> they could have. Nobody can understand. <laughs> Nobody can understand Donald. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. And and Daisy is just silenced of, in grief. That's that's the explanation. Yeah. Or or whoever knows that Daisy Daisy is grieving has a crush on Daisy and is just like uh, soon she'll realize that or, that bitch Donald isn't good enough for her. Yeah. Or they're just like that bitch Donald is, is a fucking mess. <laughs> you know. <what> I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but this this brings me to a thing, uh, a very controversial thing I want to talk about here. Okay. Um, because I've just discovered recently after talking to uh, some individuals I knew who are Christian, uh, who actually believed in the story of Noah's Ark. Um, oh. come on, people, like, <laughs> use your fucking brains. How in the hell would one man build a ship uh, yeah. so massive he can fit two of each animal on the yeah. planet onto it, one male and one female? I could believe... And not have all those animals kill each other. I could believe that a crazy man built a boat and then it did yeah. flood. I can believe yeah, yeah. that. <laughs> I can believe in the flood. There yeah, are numerous stories that talk about a flood. That, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, that but, uh, that I can believe in, but Noah's Ark. I had to have a, a serious conversation with a couple guys. of Christians who legitimately were like, they found Noah's Ark, and I'm like, no, they fucking did not. It's not real. Just use some fucking logic, people. That's all I'm asking. Like, you can you have whatever faith you want. I am not attacking your faith. Yeah. I'm just saying you have to realize that some stories in the Bible 
are metaphors. They're stories. Yeah. <laughs> they're yeah. stories. They're, they're Not every tales. single word is. Yeah. It, it wasn't meant to be taken literally. Not all of it, at least. Some of it, you can argue, was meant to be literal. Totally fine. Yeah. But that story, uh, and I was watching this, and all they, I could think about I was those two people think, I had that conversation with. I don't even think it's, like, uh, logical to think that Noah could gather all of the animals of the region. Like... No. Yeah. Just literally, if happen. you were to tell me to do that right now... <laughs> Like if if somebody would be like if God were to be like Greg, you have to take care, you know, build this ark and get two animals of you know two of each animal of Indiana, I'd be like, <laughs> oh my God, cow, sheep, pig, dog, cat. What else is there? <laughs> we don't need mosquitoes. <laughs> they find a way. Those bastards. <laughs> like. No, like it's impossible to even believe that he would know what all the fucking animals in the world are. Like it's just silly. <laughs> okay. And theology like, aside, <laughs> theology aside, this is a fun little animation. Yes, I enjoyed yes. that animation. It's whatever. That's so, that's all I had to say about that, though. The last just one more, uh, introduced by yes. Angela Lansbury, who. Uh-huh. Um, if you don't know who Angela Lansbury is, she did murder. She wrote for everybody, an eternity. Everybody knows who Angela Lansbury is. I don't think that's true. We're thirty some years old now. <laughs> Y'all motherfuckers and should know she who Angela died, is. She died when we were like thirteen. So get some culture, people. That's all I'm saying. If you don't know who Angela Lambery is, get out there and get some culture. Oh, fuck. She died last year. What the yeah. fuck? I thought she died for a long time ago. I'm sorry. No, Angela. that's what I'm saying. Everybody should know who Angela Lansbury is. She did so much shit. She lived in 96. Good for you, oh, lovely Angela. Lady. Yeah, I had an, have an argument to my mom, too, because we were, we were talking. I was just like, there's some people who this is completely off. You know, not at all about. You said lived in '96, and I remembered that um, Betty White lived in '99. But I was just like, it's like Betty White. You know, she'll never die. And Mom's like, Greg, I hate to tell you. And I'm like, no, nope. no, nope. she'll never die. Everybody's saying that she died at '99. She's still alive. <laughs> Betty White cannot die. <laughs> I she refuse just, to believe. She just transferred into a younger body. That's all. She's taking a nap. She's just <laughs> She's taking a nap taking until she gets... A nap! <laughs> yeah, until her next personality is ready and waiting. But yeah, Firebird Suite, getting back on point, Angela Lansbury introduced, Igor Stravinsky composed. Uh, I remember Bambi's dad being in it, and that's about yes, it. Yes, that, well, it's an elk, not a deer, but... Um, Bambi's he, dad. He, Bambi's... Uh, larger dad uh awakens a sprite um a beautiful sprite i i called her demeter uh, that's what i felt like she was you know invoking to me i mean it was about right, the change right. of the seasons a bit you know so that's fair. that's fair he he wakes her up and uh the the winter scene starts to become a spring scene and uh then she tries to spread the spring 
on a volcano. She tries the, yeah. the the spreading on the volcano wasn't what was funny to me. What was funny to me was the sprite tried to spread the spring. <laughs> <laughs> spread the spring. <laughs> uh, so yeah, the the but the volcano won't take the um you know was I guess growth and then uh yeah the volcano erupts and it destroys basically everything uh including the sprite it seems but the elk uh notices that the sprite has barely survived and he helps restore her and then she slowly tries to bring the forest back to life and it's a it's a nice beautiful floral scene I liked it. I think I was completely just listening to the music on this one. I don't, I don't remember the. Uh, again, all remember I remember the things I said, and that was it. No, no, I remember what you literally <laughs> just said. Now I'm uh, saying when I watched this, right? But you I remember seeing remember Bambi's dad. Happening. I don't remember the sprite. What the sprite looked like? I don't remember what you know the volcano or the fire spirit. Like I don't remember any of it. Like wow, man, wow. I just. I was done with this movie by then, I guess. Yeah, I guess that's fair. Um, Well, it was one of the stronger ones, I'll say. And the sprite is is all over the advertisement for this movie. Like, they're really, (laughs) yeah, they're like the main character in the advertisement. Uh, They they do have Donald in the robe, I remember, but it literally, yeah, she's like she's on on the cover and shit. But anyhow. I only have the the Wikipedia poster, which doesn't show. Yeah, I don't. Oh, it has the Firebird, but. Yeah, yeah, it's got the Fire one, but doesn't have her at all. So well, I don't okay, what she looks I like. remember the VHS tape being red and having her on it. Um, Ooh, red! I like that. That's a good choice. Uh, so, anyways, yeah, that's that's how it ends, and uh, yeah, it didn't seem like it was over, but it ended, yeah. and yeah, it fizzled um, out. Yeah, uh, yeah. Actually, I guess so. now that we're here at our closing statements, I didn't really like it. <laughs> no, I, no. I guess I didn't. Um, I'll be honest. I completely skipped the Sorcerer's Apprentice. I like got that's two fair. minutes into it, and I was like, they didn't change a damn thing. So I just fast forward through it. I was right. like, oh, I'm done. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, I think bullshit. it's a good short, um, but it was fucking super lazy. Yeah. It's like that's that's worse than their live action remakes they're doing right now like is it yes because the live action remakes they actually have to put effort into making those that's true they didn't have have to put put any effort effort. that's true they just took one tape out of the vault that it was stitched it in they didn't claim it was new they're just like here's this thing that we did in the other movie yeah but still like i'm not like they're not claiming the live action remakes are new they're just claiming they're live action even though it's all anime (laughs) like especially you know what really like i know it's like people are like that's it's semantics man but no fuck the fucking lion king movie was animated (laughs) yes there were no actors like live actors in that movie you can fuck off right now uh, for real no I can't man it just it that that pissed me off that they just took in a, in a, a complete short and just put it into this movie I'm like yeah. no like I would have been mad if I paid for this in theaters and like I go into the theater and I'm like oh so it's not an hour and a half it, I mean, it's not even an hour and a half it's an hour 15 minute movie 
And I'm just like, oh, so it's not even an hour and 15 minutes of new stuff. It's literally just like an hour of new stuff. Yeah, yeah. Which is still, you know, it's it's whatever. It's just my favorite. If I were to choose a favorite. Um... I think it'd be Rhapsody in Blue. I like that. That yeah, was fun. Like that. The caricatures, the the story connecting. Like I thought that was great. I mean, Pomp yeah. and Circumstance had its moments. I think. Um, I think. Honestly, I liked the Firebird Suite and Pomp and Circumstance the best. Um, mm-hmm. But you didn't pay attention to the Firebird Suite. I'm I did sorry. not pay attention it was, to the Firebird Suite. It was pretty good done. Uh, imagery. I really. It was a strong one to end on. It just then they didn't end the the rest of the movie. They just end. They just stopped. Yeah. They just. St- they're like, oh, the it's concert's over, weird. and they just started walking away. I like home. literally. That's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like Ferris Bueller is like, why are you still here? Quite the movie's here. over. <laughs> Go home. Uh so uh, I think I guess I give it a half a face like. I feel yeah. like you can go out and watch the shorts that are good, and it's and that's all you need. You don't have yeah, to fine. watch this movie. No, two and a half stars for me. Like it's it's out of five again. Just a reminder. Yeah. I'll, I'll just say that until March, and then after March, y'all should just remember that we've changed the rating systems. Uh, you know, um, okay my my rating system is very abstract, obviously, but uh, I, I feel like a full face has been a stamp of competence but it's so on the edge of that for me that i i think i'm still at a half a face which is like when it ended i had a different feeling when it ended i was like why didn't they do this more often maybe it would be better if they do it more often but now I'm like, nah, <laughs> right. just leave this in the water. Dead yeah, we're gonna have to wait until till Fantasia twenty what fifty three twenty fifty twenty fifty yeah twenty fifty. Oh my god, no, I, I, it's, it's whatever. It, it's fine. The animation's fine. Um, I understand why this is the beginning of a new era because it definitely feels that way. It does feel <laughs> it's that definitely way. Definitely like a hard halt from from what was the last one, Tarzan or something like that. I th- like that might be right. I don't know. Completely different direction. Yeah. Well, welcome back to the Disney playlist. Uh, we'll be back with your 2000s favorites next time. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, we edge closer and closer to that chicken movie. Uh, I can't wait. <laughs> Chicken Little? <coughs> no, um... The Cow Home Movie. Home on the Range. You're talking about the Cow Movie. The Cow yeah. Movie, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Home on yeah. the Range. That yeah. one. God. It might not be as bad as you piece remember, of garbage Disney ever or it made. might be the worst thing ever. So I think it's going to be the worst thing. It's going to be a torture <laughs> hellhole. And if you want to put us through a torture hellhole, uh, just a reminder, you can go to patreon.com slash greenandfaceless. And yes. uh, if you subscribe, uh, become a, a patron there, you have the chance to pitch an episode, a potato pick. Yes, a, a um, potato pick. That is true. That's one of the main benefits. But right now, mm-hmm. we ha- we did say that we are running two specials. Uh, yeah. And I think we're going to put uh, a date on the end of these specials right here now being uh, March 15th, 2024 being uh the ides of march just for fun uh and oh good anyhow betray us all 
<laughs> the two promotions that that we said we're running is uh for one if you become a patron in in that time period you can suggest to us a playlist uh yeah. and and we will uh put it in a hat and when we're looking for playlists we will do that playlist um no. <clears throat> the second thing was uh if we get 50 plus uh subscribers new subscribers between when you said so and whatever episode and and the ides of march we will do 2024 2024 we will do green and faceless on the cooch now we haven't decided <laughs> what that means yet <laughs> I forgot about that, man. It was said on the air. It was said on the air, and I, you know, I've been thinking about it, and you know, we could we could brainstorm this right now if you want. I was thinking maybe we review pirates. That's (laughs) I was literally about to say we review the most popular porn movie ever. (laughs) Oh my god! You know how weird that would be to sit through. That would be so funny. Yeah, but it would, of course, be for our patrons. Uh, Yes. Yeah, so if you want to hear that, please go on to patreon.com slash greenandfaceless, and and we want to do it for you, kind (laughs) of. Yeah, you got a month and a half to get get us up to 50 plus subscribers that one we will probably that's a very low bar i think that's a low bar you know no i think that should be a stipulation i think we should have to watch it together for maximal awkwardness okay all right you just want to be able to sneak away to the bathroom you sick fuck what what's wrong with that there's nothing it's we're there to enjoy the art we're there to enjoy the art the art yeah I'm in it for the letters. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we have done it. We've done a show. Yes, we have the the post Renaissance Disney. Uh, here we come. We're coming at you, baby. We just I just the idea to watch a porno. <laughs> for a Disney movie. <laughs> How can you not love this show? <laughs> <laughs> I am the Green Traveler from Gorsh. And I am the Faceless Leon. Safe travels and good night. <laughs> <laughs>